0: You're tuned into the Market Unclosed podcast by BPI Securities. A podcast where we give you a quick rundown on the Philippine equities market to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. Hey, good day, everyone. Rico here from BPI Trade, and we are on the second Friday of February, where we saw the index dip for the third consecutive week. The PSCI closed the week at 6,876, down over 2% for the week or about 150 points. Here to date, however, we are still in the green and up by 4.73%. Index leaders were Manila Electric, MetroBank, Metro Pacific Investments, DMCI, and Alliance Global. Worse laggers, though? Which brought the index down were SM Investments, SM Prime Holdings, Ayala Corporation, BPI, and PLDT. We saw 1.8 billion pesos in net foreign outflow this week, while year-to-date figures stand at 6.1 billion net buying. Volume was sluggish with an average of 5.5 billion value turnover, excluding blocks. A far cry from the year's average of 6.75 billion. Five of the six sub-indices closed in the red, Led by the services sector down 2.7%, the conglomerates which was down 2.18%, followed by the industrial index down 2.15%. Loan index in the green was the mining oil index, up by 2.93%. The local peso gave up some gains this week to close above the 54th threshold at 54 spot 42 against the dollar. Year to date, the local currency is still up by 2.4%. Consumer prices in China rose by 2.1% year in year in January, marking the fastest pace in three months. The reading comes in lower than the 2.2% estimates forecasted by economists. Prices are seen to have picked up alongside resumed consumer activity, with China's reopening after more than two years of COVID-0 policy. Down in Oz, the Australian central bank said inflation remains high and hinted at further interest rate hikes. This comes after the Reserve Bank of Australia raised benchmark rates by a quarter of a percent on Tuesday, bringing its cash rate to a 10-year high. The RBA in its monetary statement said that global inflation is still very high but looks to have peaked. Oil prices are headed for weekly gains with the market in a seesaw between fears of recession hitting the United States and hopes for strong fuel demand recovery in China. Recession fears came partly due to a report showing the number of Americans claiming unemployment benefits increased more than expected last week. Headline inflation in the Philippines continued its uptrend as it accelerated further to 8.7% in January from the 8.1% in December. The inflation print is the highest annual rate recorded since November 2008 and is well above the Banco Central's forecast of 7.5% to 8.3% for the month. The rise in prices was mainly driven by faster increases in housing rentals, electricity and water rates, as well as in the prices of vegetable, milk and eggs, and fruits and nuts. Core inflation, which excludes selected food and energy items, rose by 7.4% year-on-year. Philippine unemployment rate, on the other hand, eased to a 3-year low of 5.4% in 2022. This despite a slight uptick in December according to the Philippine Statistics Authority. Unemployment rate in December stood at 4.3 percent, slightly higher than the 4.2 percent registered in November, but better than the 6.6 percent in December 2021. This estimates about 2.22 million jobless Filipinos in December, up from the 2.18 million Filipinos estimated in November. BSP Governor Felipe Medalla said, that the central bank will focus on managing inflation expectations in its policy review this month, even as the U.S. Fed delivered a smaller rate hike at its own meeting last week. January inflation settled at 8.7 percent the 10th straight month that it surpassed the BSP's 2-4 percent target. Data from the central bank showed that Philippine banks ended 2022 with their NPL ratio at its lowest in 28 months at 3.17%. This is the lowest since August 2020 and better than the BSP's 8.2% projection for end of the year. Outstanding loans issued by Universal and Commercial Banks grew by 13.4% to 10.9 trillion pesos as loan demand grew amid better economic and business prospects. Also from the Banco Central. Gross international reserves or GIR increased by 3.7% to $99.7 billion in January, from the $96.1 billion as of end December 2022. The year-on-year, though, Philippine dollar reserves fell by 7.4%. The month-on-month increase mainly reflected the national government's net foreign currency deposits with the Banco Central, which include proceeds from its issuance of ROP Global bonds. The G.I.R. is enough to cover about six times the country's short-term external debt. Finance chief Benjamin Jocko said he would rather improve tax administration to generate more revenues than impose luxury taxes. Though he doesn't think the current tax system is perfect. He said it can be improved but will concentrate on better tax administration. Albay representative Joey Salceda recently filed a House bill which proposes a 25% tax on luxury or non-essential goods, which is seen to raise up to 15.5 billion pesos a year if enacted into law. Despite his finance chief's pushback on the luxury tax, President Marcos backed the legislative proposal. The president said that the proposal only covers specific items and luxury goods, where the demand for these items does not easily change, whatever the situation is. Senate President Juan Miguel Zubiri said that the upper chamber is working to ratify the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership or RCEP, trade agreement within the first quarter. Last month, the trade department pressed the Senate to ratify the RCEP before end of March, saying the Philippines is missing out on the trade deal's benefits. Onto corporate news, a unit of holding firm A Brown has secured a 400 million peso funding for the construction of a commercial electron beam or e-beam facility and cold storage in Rizal Province. The project Intanay Rizal will be primarily designed to store food products and medical devices. In its initial phase, the facility is expected to accommodate as much as 20,000 tons every year. Ayala led lender BPI. Posted full year 2022 net income of 39.6 billion pesos, 66% higher year on year, driven by strong loan growth, higher net interest margin, and lower provisions, as well as a gain from a property sale in the second quarter. Excluding one of gains, net income stood at 35.9 billion pesos, or up by 50% year on year. For the fourth quarter, BPI's net income was at 9.1 billion pesos, or 41% higher year-on-year, on higher revenue growth and also lower provisions recognized. Business World reported that local-based poultry firm Bounty Agro Ventures is exploring a possible IPO that could raise around $400 to $500 million. Deliberations are at an early stage and Bounty could still opt not to proceed with the offering. But if it should push through, Bounty's IPO could eclipse last year's $389 million raised in the local bourse. Property developer Cebu Landmasters disclosed a 14% hike in reservation sales year on year to 18.8 billion pesos, driven by a robust Visayas and Mindanao. A high 73% of sales were from newly launched developments, with the rest coming from persistent demand. For ongoing projects. Among the market segments, mid-market residential projects surged by 95% year-in-year to 8.83 billion pesos and accounted for 47% of total reservation sales in 2022. CLI launched close to 5,000 units in its 16 projects worth 28.4 billion pesos in 2022 and were 74% sold by the end of the year. Listed Telco Globe Telecom reported a core net income of 3.16 billion pesos in the fourth quarter of 2022, to bring full-year core net income to 19.17 billion pesos. Core income declined 37% quarter on quarter, photos up 7.12% year-on-year. Year. Globe reached 40 billion in service revenues and attributed a growth from their prepaid segment due to greater public mobility. And the resumption of face to face classes and work. In a briefing, the telco said that they aim to reach a middle single digit, around 5% revenue growth this year, as long as inflation eases for the rest of the year. Globe President Ernest Ku said that higher inflation could impact the lower end of the market, despite the mobile business remaining very strong. For 2023, the company also reduced their capex to $1.3 billion and $1 billion in 2024, and will be focusing on the turnover of towers and getting the balance of those sold last year. Globe also signed an agreement to lease telecommunication towers in southern Luzon to a unit of Thailand-based Sky Tower to monetize its assets. According to Globe, the collaboration is a part of its overall strategy of monetizing passive assets to maintain a healthy balance sheet. Globe also said that Sky Towers will complement its sustainability efforts, as a tower company committed to reduce its carbon footprint by using renewable energy. Broadcaster GMA Network said its combined people net reach reached 96% or 78 million viewers in 2022 based on Nielsen TV audience measurement data. GMA's channel group registered a combined audience share of 59.5% while the main channel logged 42.7% market share for 2022. Metro Pacific Investments' wholly owned subsidiary, Metro Pacific Agro Ventures, is acquiring a 35% ownership stake in Axulum Resources for 5.32 billion pesos. Axulum is the leading manufacturer and exporter globally of high quality coconut products and one of the major suppliers of Vita Coco, the global market leader. In coconut water. NLEX Corporation, another MPI unit, has partnered with Leyton Asia's Philippines branch for the Candaba 3rd Viaduct project, which it projected to cost around 6.1 billion pesos. The project, located between Bulacan and Pampanga, will be serving Metro Manila and Central and North Luzon. Local flag carrier Philippine Airlines announced that it had reacquired an Airbus A330 which was delivered to Manila on January 31 from France. It will service routes from Hawaii, Australia, and several destinations in Asia, as the airline is beefing up its fleet as it projects further demand for air travel during the upcoming summer season. As of September last year, PAL has 80 aircrafts in its fold. PLDT and its top executives, including Manuel V. Pangilinan, are facing class action lawsuits in the United States. Arising from the 48 billion peso budget mess, which disgruntled investors blame for the drop in the telco giant's share prices, that in turn caused trading losses. The plaintiffs are demanding compensation for damages that the defendants allegedly caused upon them due to violations of federal securities laws, which have yet to be proven. The Gokongi Group's Real Estate Investment Trust, RCR, reported that its unaudited net income reached 4.4 billion pesos in 2022. RCR said that the figure excludes the fair value in investment properties and is 16% higher than its goal under its REIT plan. The company attributed its performance to stable operations with its portfolio recording 98% occupancy and higher rental income as reflected in last year's revenue of 5.5 billion pesos. Ross Holdings reported that attributable net loss for the October to December quarter widened to 195.93 million pesos after incurring higher expenses. Ross booked 4.18 billion in gross revenues during the period, about six times higher than the 715 million in 2021. The bulk of revenues came from the sale of goods, with raw sugar and refined sugar sales contributing about 2 billion and 1.31 billion pesos, respectively. And this is your market calendar for next week. We start off at Tuesday, Feb 14 or Valentine's Day. We have a cash dividend X date for San Miguel Food & Beverage Common Shares and A. Brown Company Series A Preferred Shares. On Wednesday, Feb 15, we have cash dividend X dates for Globe Telecom Common Shares, Megawatt Construction Series 2A and 2B Preferred Shares, and RL Commercial REIT Common Shares. On Feb 16, Thursday, we have a data release from the BSP Monetary Board, which is the interest rate decision. And we have a cash to win ex-date for Certec Holdings Philippines' preferred B2 Sub Series A shares. And that's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.